Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You know that I like to mix my metaphors. You know that I like to stretch my legs. That's right, Jack. And talk about some bigger picture issues. Apple has a quarter that Wall Street goes, eh, we've seen better out of you. And we didn't hit our exact number of phones sold. And we're angry at you about that. Frankenstein's on the loose, right? So whether it's China or whether it's number of phones, whether it's margins, uh, whether it's the fact that Apple really did okay in October when other tech stocks got swacked and hit and beat up and knocked up and... Uh, see, there there you go. There's the mixed metaphor. Knocked up. I just got Apple pregnant. So when other tech stocks were getting impregnated by the market, which they weren't getting impregnated by the market, they're getting knocked around, not knocked up, but knocked around. When the other stocks were, they weren't. So maybe this is just the market saying it wasn't really that bad of a quarter. It's just it's your turn to get knocked around. So, So when they have a bad quarter or they have a quarter that disappoints, I instantly go... I feel a little less wealthy. And when I feel a little less wealthy, what am I less likely to do? Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good Let's morning. Let's see if his mic's working. His mic is working. Oh, that's a first. Ooh. <laughs> so if I'm feeling less confident about my Apple wealth, what am I less likely to do? Spend money. Yeah, spend money. Go out and get a mortgage, get a second house, make another baby, um, get someone knocked out. <laughs> <So> <laughs> not knocked around, so to speak. That gets a lot more expensive, sure. It's a lot more expensive. So... Apple doesn't have the greatest quarter. Now, this isn't going to be systemically bad, and like suddenly they're not going to fire like every one of their new headquarters is out of a job, and that big retail apartment complex that's going up across the street no longer going to be built. It's not that dramatic, but it is a step in that direction, so to speak. Um, but it's, it doesn't mean we're going there. But that's the, one of the fears that I have is that if something happens to Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Um, I drive by those companies every day. And when I drive by, I'm driving by parking lots full of people and parking lots full of people are parking lots full of people with mortgages and parking lot full of people with mortgages are supporting housing values, uh, with supply and demand issues, so to speak. Well, as far as stocks are concerned, as people using those for down payments, we, we definitely see that, but most of the people that are, I mean, they're they're not going. Oh, you know, the stock's at two oh seven, but I can only buy a house if it's at two twenty. Uh, we don't we don't have anybody like that. I, I don't think anybody they can consider saying, um, 
you know, we can sell it and, you know, we can take some of the profits and, and we feel fortunate. But most people that are buying houses are, um, they really do plan it out. It's, it's not just a, a whim. Um, so if it's a year earlier and they plan on buying a house and they're fortunate to see a, you know, a stock price go up, that's, that's great. It means maybe they can put more down payment. Um, right now, uh, I think we're seeing two parts of the market work together. We're seeing the stock market kind of level out, correct, correct itself as far as rates are concerned and valuations. And we're seeing home prices, especially in the higher ends, kind of slow down a little bit more inventory hitting the market. I know you've seen it. You're seeing more for sale signs out there. Um, and people are thinking maybe this is where I need to sell and, and take the gains and, you know, cash in on that winner. And, um, and it's working out for some people to be able to make it's slowing down, which gives people more opportunity to to plan. But as far as a company just disappearing or relocating, um, you know, of course, that could be disastrous for a lot of people and businesses that planned on on having that kind of revenue. Um, but I, I don't see it happening. I mean, you, you talked earlier about how people are are um, our, our ecology is pretty diverse too. It's like incredibly diverse. If you look at IBM and a monk, New York, having your headquarters in a monk, New York probably means if you ever move your headquarters, which Boeing once did from Pacific Northwest to Chicago, you would impact housing prices. If not on a local level, like Hershey once he owned Hershey, uh, Pennsylvania. And he basically built all the houses in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And he told his workers, like, hey, come here and you get housing and I'll take it from your paycheck. And then suddenly they became not, not indentured servants. I have to be politically correct. They basically, and I can't say the word slave, they basically owed everything to their boss. And that became a bit of a problem. And the housing never really went anywhere because it was a, it was a one trick town. Well, diversity definitely helps the Bay Area um, more than I think most people think. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, you could you could lose some of the you know the micro economies and you know those small businesses might not be as busy and that translates and trickles down. But you know, most of the people that own homes now have owned them. Like I think it's like twenty five. It's some weird number that twenty five percent of the people who own homes now have owned them in the last ten years. But that that leaves seventy five percent of the other people who voted for longer. Um, so the people are staying in their houses longer, a lot longer, and, yeah, and especially seniors. Uh, especially seniors were living longer. Uh, people have locked in them, themselves. You can't rebuy your house. Uh, so a lot of people are locked into their house with the low interest rate and uh, you know low tax basis here in California, Prop thirteen. So you have this this that'd be an interesting concept <laughs> of taking your mortgage with you. It it would be yeah. When you sell your home, if you could keep the rest of your mortgage and apply it to a new home, because you've already qualified for it, but the home I guess didn't qualify for it, and that's what the banks really want. Yeah, that's the the home is the collateral. So. I know. I just I had it, a it, I had a childhood six year old dream for a second. The, just do the paperwork, and you'll you'll be done. You're you're moving the same amount of equity. You know what I saw yesterday? This was cute. I saw a firefly in, in the Bay Area. I'm like, I haven't seen fireflies yeah. since the East Coast. This is crazy. And it was just it was shooting straight up in the air, it was shooting straight up in the air. And I was like, it's beautiful. I, I miss fireflies. It was hot ashes. Oh, okay. Someone was barbecuing in their backyard and hot ashes are going up. I'm like, that's going to burn everything down. The whole city's gone. And um, it went from a beautiful thought to a horrible thought. Oh, somebody flicked a cigarette out their window today on the way down. I, I, I haven't seen that since the East Coast, you know, 20 years ago. Um, I was kind of irresponsible of them. So Robert Schiller wrote a nice little piece this week and... I like Schiller. And again, you don't have to agree or disagree. You just have to have some positives and negatives of people you read, the flags that they say. And he says, the sharp slowdown in housing market has led to worries of a repeat of the subprime mortgage of 2007, 2008, and how housing really took a, a, a crushing blow. And I got my house 
it's it's 100% more expensive now than it was then because of subprime mortgages. And it wasn't a subprime mortgage house. It wasn't a problem. But all this subprime mortgages helped crash the whole housing market, so to speak. So well, that's, that's his but, whole argument is that we didn't we we don't have that kind of environment right now. We still have the same housing. We still have the same peaks. Um, you know, we we've, we've hit new peaks earlier this year in the Bay Area, eight seventy five, and I think May and June uh, were the eight, uh, the high peaks, and now it's down to eight hundred fifteen thousand median home price. So we we are seeing the higher end come down a little bit, but uh, because of the type of mortgages and the qualifications that people have gone through, who have either bought or refi- the owners that have refinanced are on very good mortgages and low interest rates. So that snowball effect of hey, my neighbors. Going on. I mean, I'm seeing home prices go down. It's just not going to happen. Um, so he, he feels that spreading, you know, throughout the whole United States, as as far as the housing market is concerned. I and I've I've been talking about this for, I, and I follow Robert Schiller. I I love him as well. I think he's um, pretty level headed. He's written some great great books, and I, I highly recommend people who are interested in real estate or stocks or investing in in general to you know pick him up. We don't care about your recommendations. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although last week you asked you, me what can I... Can you please tell me about what type of donut you like? Do you like powdered uh, sugar donuts? No, I, I, I tried those. No, I, I, I go with the old-fashioned. I'm an old-fashioned guy. Like I said, we don't care. So it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. He does all my mortgages. Um, and we talk about mortgages pretty much so two or three times a week and what we're seeing in the in the world and such and housing and Schiller, and much, much more. You can find him Thursdays at 6 here on AM 1220 KDOW. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Free ticket time, free ticket time, free ticket time. Winner receives four Whoa. tickets to the San Jose Barracuda versus Tucson Roadrunners Saturday, December 22nd, 6 p.m. at the SAP Center in San Jose. Winning. Okay, so here it is. You hold off on some Christmas shopping. You go down to San Jose at 2 o'clock. You get a drink after every couple of gifts you get. You're pretty warm. You're pretty well hockey experienced up. And you check out the Saturday, December 22nd, 6 p.m. SAP Center, San Jose, San Jose Barracuda versus Tucson Roadrunners. Last I saw, Barracuda are 8-1-1 one, one in first place. Awesome. There may have been a game yesterday that I missed. But these are good seats. These are Section 115. Woohoo! You're down by the ice. Bring a jacket. It's going to be a winner, winner, chicken dinner, San Jose, November 18th. Um, that's both 5 p.m. and Okay, no, it's 6 p.m. Saturday, December 22nd, SAP Center. Great building, great facilities. It's probably the only time you'll ever be in the SAP Center where you can go to the restroom and be in and out and uh, maybe a one-person line deep kind of thing. It's kind of awesome. 800-516-1220 to win the tickets. No previous winners, no one named Corey, and no. Those are my only exemptions. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get tickets. Thank you. Um, What do I have for you? So last segment, we briefly touched on the idea of if Apple has a bad quarter, sometimes people's confidence go down. It doesn't necessarily lead to job cuts. So the real world would lead to job cuts, but sometimes it's expectations too. 
And that's why we get reports on like consumer confidence and we go, oh, consumer confidence is looking horrible in the United States right now. But for me, I just walked in and I, I was like, hey, I just got a big raise this year. And hey, I just did this. And hey, and like suddenly my confidence goes down when I hear other people are struggling in minimum wage and, and wage growth and things like that. And so I go, well, I'm doing OK, but maybe someone else isn't. So confidence can kind of go that direction. Homeowners are staying longer. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. He does all my loans. He should do your loans. He can run scenarios for you. That's something people should honestly think about. But a homeowners, um, we're all marching towards death, right? Is that fair to say? Very fair. And one of the things, there's a Mrs. Mitchell. My mom, this is so sad. Um, my dad died 25 years ago, roughly. Yeah, 23, 25 years ago. Um, so he would have been 83. Yeah, whoa. Um, so my dad passed away, and um, my mom kind of became a shut-in. You would have thought like, oh, this is going to be your chance to go see the world and go to museums and, and, and visit the grandkids and maybe get a cute little apartment and start uh, hitting on the maintenance repair guy later in life. But she became a shut-in. So when my dad died 25 years ago, she sat on the couch and she watched Stone Phillips and QVC. She started talking to the TV, which is a sign that she's probably had a stroke. Stone Phillips, you're, so, you're such a good-looking man. So she was in love with Stone Phillips. He had that big chiseled chin. So Americans are living in their homes longer. What would have been great for the economy had my mom and when my dad died, had she got the hell out of the state? Had she gone to friends? Had she bit, got a support network? It would have been great, but she's living in a single family home by herself. It's too big to maintain. Big house, yep. It should have been passed on to another family with two or three kids, uh, but she held on to it for 20 years before she finally sold it. Uh, people are staying in longer. Homes that sold in the third quarter this year had been owned an average of 8.23 years. That doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't. Yeah, Out west, um, it's a little bit more. Okay. California is, I think, it's like 11 or 12. Um, Massachusetts and Connecticut, they're up in like 13, 14 years. So, but the, but listen to this trend, yeah. though. Back in 2000, the average American stayed in a home um, about half that. So in, now it's 8.23 years. So we were not able to flip. But we're a lot more transient. We're a lot more mobile. And that's kind of an important, healthy part of a real estate market. Also, you know, and if you can overlay another graph on top of that, which would be home ownership rate, you can see that inversely is, um, you know, as that's going down, people are staying in their houses longer. So a lot of investors, remember, came in and big investors and bought up a lot of the properties that went into foreclosure. And there's still these rentals are still on the market. Or still rentals, that is. And, um, you know, turning those into, and yes, we have seen the homeownership rate increase. Um, but, you know, just in general, people are staying in their houses longer. You can go back to March of 2013, which is five years ago, and it was the lowest interest rates we ever saw. Uh, and it was at 3.37 or something like that. Um, now they're at four point something. And, you could, you know, if you get an interest rate like that, uh, I hear you on a regular basis say, I don't know if I could ever sell my house and I have that three point something interest rate because of the interest rate, you know, regardless of what the price is doing. 
Um, and people are saying that. And Prop 13 here in California is one of the reasons people keep their houses in the parent-to-child transfers and uh, whatever prop those are, 58 or 57. And There's another prop about keeping your tax basis wherever you go in the state of California. And not just well, they're, they're pushing it. I think there's only like nine reciprocal counties right now. Right. They're trying to push all of the counties to be reciprocal where you can carry your tax bases over. If you I think that's ridiculous. It can be. It depends on which way you look at it. It's one way of for, you know, a person like your mom, for example, could could move and downsize into a smaller place and keep her tax basis, right. even though the price might be higher um, without, re, you know, initiating that, that tax basis. And and it keeps people it, it's an it's a it's a it's a initiative for, you know, older families, which I hate. Like I said, best thing my mom could have done was leave the state of Virginia and go to Florida. She would have had better medical care. She would have had more friends down there, things along those lines. And to me, it's just the thing I hate about Prop 13 and all these additional props about trying to keep Californians in California is it's it's artificial. Let the market determine it, and then you get the diversity that we want. I want the diversity of a younger family replacing Mrs. Mitchell, who lives on my block, who is 86, 87 years old. One day there's going to be an ambulance, probably at 3 in the morning, and we'll never see Mrs. Mitchell again, and her kids will sell the house. It's probably at a trust. But she's been lingering there, and that house is, is meant for a single family. It's not meant for an old person to shut themselves in yeah, and die. Part of that uh, you know, being artificial is that you're, you're not getting that inventory turnover that we, right. we expect. And that, I think that's what you're leading to. Yes. And so you end up with people staying in their houses a lot longer. Um, California's not the only state where, it, I mean, like I said, Connecticut, Massachusetts, you know, I don't know what phenomenon is happening over there, but maybe there's just no inventory. And pe- the, the other part maybe of this is there's maybe no inventories inventory. would swell if we forced all the old people out of California. To, to where? There's not enough building. All the, all the building Flagstaff. over the last 10 years Flagstaff. has been being, has been focused on multifamily rentals. Send them to Montana. Get the builders Let's on Let's call side. Montana the old person state. Get prop, get the proponents of Prop 13 and yeah. the builders together and say, we're going to, hey, we're going to build this place over here. For you guys, sell your property. I don't maybe, know. Maybe we put all our nuclear waste in Montana. That takes like 20 years to kill you because if you're down to your last 10, it's fine, right? Sure. So anyway, we have a housing problem <laughs> of where it's located. That's what it's all and comes And people down to. moving or not moving. Can you, it costs too much to downsize. It costs too much to downsize. Maybe. Maybe. But there's other states you can go to and you can downsize in cash, so to speak. Um, we'll talk about this and more. I don't like propositions um, on real estate. I don't like them. Don't like them, don't like them, don't like them. Especially Prop 13, the most evil of all propositions. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Replay at seven. So the year was 1964. Flipper made his debut. America was watching TV, consuming television at unheard of pace. We couldn't get enough. We had saw Rin Tin Tin win a war. We saw Lassie come back and pull Timmy out of a well. Not good enough. We needed a dolphin. Can you imagine the executives in this pitch meeting? Okay, so we're going to show people in Miami or in the Florida. It's going to be hot and sexy. And they're going to be in bikinis. Okay, got it. Check, check. And then there's going to be bad guys, and there's going to be marine ecology disasters. Check, 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 check. And the hero's going to be a dolphin. Wait, wait, what the hell have you been smoking? Bob, are you okay? Do you need to go home, Bob? Bob, do you need a cold drink? Bob, Bob. 
is the matter with you? Ranger Porter Ricks is responsible for the animal and human life in Coral Key Park. He's got a daughter <laughs> um, and a son. <laughs> I know you're saying you're not getting sexed up over 10 and 15 year old children actors, are you? No, but you kind of had to throw them in there, right? Behave yourself. So Flipper would be like, oh, no, someone got stuck out on a, a dinghy uh, with a thingy and it's kind of starting to drift away. And Flipper would see him, and Flipper couldn't talk to them for some reason. He'd have to go find the ranger, and the ranger would say, okay, let's go save. Okay, Flipper, show me where they are. They're stuck? Okay, wait, there's sharks circling around them? Okay, show, show me where they are. Show me where they are. And Flipper would show them where they are. Americans weren't very smart. Oh, we also had a talking donkey, right? Or a talking horse, Mr. Ed? So <laughs> Mr. Ed was before Flipper the dolphin. But anyway, Flipper... I know you're saying you're going a long way for this one, Rob. Home flippers are leaving the market. See the tie? See the tie? Flip my house. You could say the tide is turning for the flippers. I don't get it. (laughs) Home flippers are fleeing the market as their profits shrink. Flipping has become, it's been falling annually. Now you work with a guy, and I, I think this is fair to say. Gordon Hines does a lot in real estate. He's a real estate guy. He likes buying. He likes selling. He likes renting. He likes flipping. Property management. He, he, he doesn't call it flipping. He calls it reselling. Reselling. <laughs> does his little flipper hands go, no, it's really called uh, reselling. He does, like, a couple dude, back, he does a couple backflips every time he, he flips a house. Yeah. Can you can toot a horn? Of course. Good. Or I guess those are seals that do that. <laughs> or or. Man, I really wanted to see the seals in San Francisco before I moved here 20 years ago. Really wanted to see the seals. Because on the East Coast, all you hear about is the seals in San Francisco. and They're on the wharf. And then you go once, and it's just a dirty, filthy... It's, it smells uh, pretty bad. If the wind is blowing the right way, which it does most of the time. Seal poop everywhere. And every now and then you, you're excited because a great white shark will grab one of the seals and eat it. But it's just, you got to wait too long for that to happen. But home flippers. Back to flippers. <laughs> In California, where home prices are highest, flips are down a steeper 22% annually. What do you think about flippers? Well, in the market of, you were talking about, you know, professional um, uh, real estate investors, um, you know, somebody who has their hands in kind of the, the big pot, and that's, you know, flipping homes, yeah. rentals, property management, and so on. And, and um, now... It's a thesis. There, it's a dream. It is. and it, But it's a, it's a way that you can kind of follow the trends here, you know, from here to there. So let's say you are that person who has been successful at flipping homes, and maybe you held on a couple, and then you, you started doing some rentals and some property management, and you build your portfolio that way, and then you're also doing some real estate transactions. So it, it is... You know, California kind of lends itself to that kind of environment. Um, and, you know, when you don't have the same turn, well, one of the things that I found early on as we started going through this recovery, and this should go back to 2013, 14, and 15, when, when um, you know, those kind of opportunities were a little bit more abundant, was that the homes were selling at, at top dollar. It's harder to find a home that's a deal here in California because there's just not a lot of inventory. Now, we might see more as we see, you know, this cooling off period uh, and getting through this, but you know, without the abundance of inventory right now, I think you're going to see people, these professional investors, either 
you know, find a different avenue to, to make money in real estate or go to another state where there are other states that are making on average a hundred percent or higher per transaction. So if you're putting a hundred thousand dollars in, you're getting a 200,000 out and th- these transactions are happening elsewhere, but California as big as the market is and seeing that cool down, we are seeing the overall market in the United States as a whole kind of take a hit. It's interesting because, um, you know, I was just talking about flipper, the TV show. And how we had to have, like, made up, let's have an animal who can, can talk, but kind of can, can't talk, and he can save the day, and can be this hero, and TV executives kind of manipulated it. TV executives also manipulate reality shows on flipping, and they they typically get a good-looking woman and a good-looking guy, and they come to, like, uh, hey, how's your day going? Let's have a cup of coffee, and like, hey, let's take a look at some houses we could flip. And it, then they get in, and there's like, there's always going to be one problem that has to be solved on the show, and that's created by TV producers. They know the drama going in before it's going in. And then it looks too good to be true, and they pull it off and happily ever. You and I don't know the problems going in when we go in to flip a house. You remember homes for auction and cars oh, for yeah, auction? Yeah, they still have them. You could buy a house or a home for auction, but you don't actually get to go inside the house. So it could be totally gutted of all plumbing, and it could have holes everywhere. It could have dead bodies. And that's kind of where it gets fun, where you're sitting in the you know the courtroom steps or something, and you're trying to buy a property. And some of them have seen the property, others haven't. And you know, kind of bidding war starts, and you end up hopefully getting the right price. I've I've watched you know investors do this. I've watched them actively do this online and try to buy properties. And they've gone out and done their research. But it's not for the novice. Uh, by no means, but you know, you're talking about those reality shows. It makes it look like you could do it, and it makes it look like, oh, this is how you solve these problems. A lot of people just don't have the pockets for that. Right. Um, you know, now if if I was a Californian that owned a home and I was you know a novice investor, maybe I have one or two properties, and I was thinking about you know shaving some money off and and going out to um, I don't know um, somewhere in Indiana, for example. There's places across the United States, Kentucky. Uh, there's a lot of Louisville and. Memphis and all these places are booming right now for those types of transactions. And maybe I go there and I look at it. Maybe I have a family member there and I can, you know, shack up while I'm doing the transaction and then get some contractors and do it. But um, it's not the big money that it will, you know, like California offers where you're buying something for 800, turning it, putting 200 in and selling for what I'm trying to get at is if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. And flipping what what was a very too good to be true kind of thing. And on TV, it is too good to be true because they embellish the drama in my opinion. And dolphins don't really speak, and they can't really save young kids who are trapped down wells. Dogs can't do it. But we live in a world of fantasy, and one of our fantasies is we can flip houses like Tariq and blah, blah, blah um, on the TV show. So, and why not? Let's make passive money. Let's let's watch The Simpsons tonight and flip a house tomorrow, and then we'll go to India and, and have a vacation and a royal wedding. It's like, why not? It sounds great. But flipping, is, it's lost a little bit of its luster. And for me, you're like, let's go to Indiana and flip a house. I'm like, no. You're talking about ten dollars to $20,000. That's, that's not worth my time anymore. Let's do a hundred to $200,000 flip in the Bay Area. And like, that's not worth the risk anymore. Well, the so ni- one's too small for me and one's too risky for me. Well, the nice thing about the real estate is it's, and it's hard to imagine it when we're, you know, everybody's sitting on a whole bunch of equity and all that inventory feels like a very hot market that we do go through cycles and there will be another cycle. And then, you know, some of these investors that bought in 2010 to 2017 uh, will refresh their properties or, or, and a lot of people will bail and, and figure out another avenue and more inventory hit the market and these opportunities will present themselves. And that's the real estate cycle. Rates will go up. People will you know, f- find places that are cheaper, like 
Scottsdale, Arizona. You know people who've moved there because they just wanted to get out, out of California. It's just too expensive. And that's the trend that we're going to see. And then what happens after that, we just don't know. But we know it will cycle. It's also interesting, though. The guy who moved Flagstaff that I know, he went from a pretty cush television job, <clears throat> good six figures, um, bad time of the day, but now he's selling real estate. So the job market ain't the same in Flagstaff or Scottsdale or in some of these other markets where people are fleeing, whether it be Portland or Vancouver, um, Denver or Minnesota, the job market's not the same. So there's going to be a, a setback there. Well, I Grass about, is always greener, especially when you flip. And the nice thing about being in real estate is if whether the market's going up or down, as long as people are selling, you're going to make money. And um, if you can get in and, and lock yourself into a, a good brokerage, that, and a lot of people have done this, they just they hang around until that next cycle and they figure out how, and that's what those investors do. Again, they're looking at, you know, what what's going to work next. And, you know, so it, it's no surprise that we're seeing, you know, home flippers in California dropped, what was it, 22%? Yeah. 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 Is, the profits just aren't there. So they're looking at other avenues. The products are there, though. That's the interesting thing. We 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 had a great lender on last night who, who they do alternative products for investors. And the, uh, those products are available and will continue coming out there. So the investing world will still stay healthy, in my opinion. Why don't you plug yourself, plug your show? we got a little less than a minute. So we do the Real Estate Report on Thursday nights, uh, same station at 6 o'clock. Uh, it's our eighth year on the air. Um, we've been in business for we have 28 years of combined experience. Uh, we do mortgages, real estate. Um, lots of advice. You can always shoot me an email, Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. And he'll be at the big event coming up November 17th in San Jose. <clears throat> it's two events. It's at the Rotary Center in San Jose, 930 to 1130. It's kind of a wealth preservation, state planning, income and retirement with CFP Chad Burton from 930 to 1130 at the Rotary Center. Then me and my, my group, as many people as I can get included, and Tony are going to talk about income other than 401k, saving beyond a 401k. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code radio 25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I'm not, my opinion doesn't matter. It's just a second opinion. It may matter as over the years, you've kind of grown to see that I'm consistent and that I'm calm and I'm cool. I'm one of a kind. I'm, I'm not stressed. So you and I may disagree on home flipping. That's fine. It's okay. It's not my cup of tea. It's um, too much risk for most people. It's not any risk for the people on TV because they're not using their own money to do anything. And it's entertainment, as one of my good friends once said. What's that song? That's entertainment. Mortgage rates are pushing U.S. homes out of reach. That's a good thing and a bad thing because mortgage rates tend to climb when the economy is creating wage growth which kind of has a stickiness to it. So I like that story. Affordability now, biggest concern is metro home prices uh, rise. I don't know who's going to afford my home. I almost have to live in a a world fueled with uh, Xanax-powered Halloween candy because I don't know who's going to afford to buy my home one day. And then you start thinking about your kids, and you're like, well, what if my kid's a goofball and wants to spend his 20s traveling Europe? And like, he's going to be really far behind. A lot of Ponzi schemes tie in real estate, a lot of Ponzi schemes in real estate, some Ponzi schemes in, in investing, but I see more in real estate where they're like unsecured loans. 
And, you know, we're going to use your money to get you 7 to 10% returns. If I can get 7 to 10% returns with no or little risk, you can. You can get in the S&P 500 historically, but there's still going to be some down years. I, I'd cut off my hand and flush it down the toilet for 10% safety. Cut off my hand. There was an actor who revealed yesterday that he cut off part of his arm 10 years ago and said that he was a war vet who lost part of his arm in a war accident. He cut off his own arm so he can get more roles in, t- in movies. Now, and now that he admits it, it's like it's stolen honor and stolen valor. So he, so, you know, it's, it's a problem. Anyway, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. I once saw you had a bumper sticker that didn't go well. It was, I get loans done or I'll cut off my arm. I still have my arm. <laughs> you get but loans I, done. I still get loans done. So what is the current environment like? Because you know how we talk about consumer conference where we, we're okay, but we always project other people aren't? I got to imagine like people can't afford homes according to the news stories and mortgage rates are so high, even though historically they're at, at pretty low levels. Um, is affordability meaning people are living in, in you know, backyards and, and shops and what, what, what's happening? Well, we fortunately get to see all sides of the real estate transactions. Um, you know, people are selling, people are buying. Uh, obviously, the people who are buying are qualified. Uh, there's no gray area anymore. There's no like, hey, um, yeah, I, I, my debt ratio is a little bit too high, but I really want to buy this house. I'm going to get some extra money that I can't. Um, I can't record. I'm not putting on my tax. It's cash money, but so I can't afford the house. But there's no secret loan to do that. So everything is is based on what they call the ability to pay rule. So lenders have to follow that rule unless you're doing some sort of private money, uh, which is is for investment properties or business use. So um, you know people are are really trying are, are really settling down, trying to figure out what's going on in the market. That you know interest rates did cool off. Um, you, I think you will see the housing market have a little bit more impact or the direction of the housing market have more impact on the economy than what economists are saying right now. And and Trump is paying attention to this, in my opinion, that uh, and one of the reasons why is he's saying just I don't want rates to go up. I think we still need people who have affordability in housing. Um, we want to see our homeownership rate go back up. And at the same time, we have builders who are like, oh, we don't want to build. We just we. For one reason, we have uh, it's too expensive. We can't get the right labor or the land, um, or there's just no buyers. We're concerned as well. So, it's, I think people are just trying to figure it out. I think it's 2018, 2019 will be kind of a reshuffling stage. And depending on what happens with the rates in the economy, we may see it actually pick up. So we're seeing a lot of product out there, um, and that's always going to be a truism. And that's one of the things that makes your job. Um, as rewarding it is, is because a lot of people just see 30 year fixed mortgage and they're like, Oh, it's, it's all gotta be the same, but there's a lot of product that people can squeeze into a lot of different ideas. Um, and we, we talked about this last night. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of other creativity to, to be out there. What, what can be changed is the guidelines. Um, you're not always going to have this magic loan. That's going to make everything work. Um, you know, I, I think more people will go towards arms, adjust, adjustable rate mortgages, because the interest rate is typically about three quarters of a percent lower, uh, up to a point lower, depending on what you're doing. And 
that can make a difference for people. Um, ARM usage right now is very, very low. Um, uh, more people will start looking at bank statement products where, um, let's say you're self-employed and your net amount isn't quite as much. It's definitely much lower than your gross amount. But if you use the bank statement program, you can use your gross amount if you do it the right way and you're coached through it. Um, there's asset depletion products where you say you have a lot of assets but not a lot of income and you want to buy a new house. Maybe you're that person, you know, that the retiree who's who accumulated a lot of wealth, but they didn't get a great pension or they're not taking their IRA yet and their social security is kind of low and they can't afford to move an asset depletion program would work. Um, whether it's Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac or some of these other, what they call non QM or non-qualified mortgage products or portfolio loans where uh, you can use a, you're not actually depleting your assets, but they can calculate an income for you. So these are the products that I think will continue to drive the market. Um, guidelines will change a little bit more, but not the, uh, there's just really no other new product going to come out, but guidelines will definitely change, and that's what we hope for. Big event it, coming up November 17th. You can meet C- Tony Mendez at the event. It's going to be at the Rotary Center in San Jose, Saturday, November 17th, 930 to 1130. is going to be the wealth creation, no, the wealth preservation, income and retirement planning from 930 to 1130 with CFP Chad Burton. More information at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. In the afternoon, it's to be the wealth creation. You want to buy real estate. You want to max out your 401k. You want to have an emergency fund. What else do you want to do? Should you buy REITs or should you buy you know a duplex? We're going to talk about wealth creation in the afternoon event 1 to 3 in San Jose at the Rotary Center. November 17th, sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.